I've got a big crew with me, so I'm joined today by Carmen the Hurricane. Okay, he's not going to say hi, that's fine. Uh, uh, we're also joined by Soft Jebby. Hey, Jocelyn. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, and last, but certainly least, our very own Jack Sparrow, Mr. Gabe. Not sure I deserve that. <laughs> I'm you in the face. I can definitely hear your girlfriend slapping uh, it in the background, you and you probably that. deserved it. She's done many things to me, and slapped me in the face is one of them. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> if you I didn't have, know I have a question before we get started. God damn it, Carmen. You can't uh, interrupt the intro. Oh, sorry. If... Let me know when I can ask my question. <laughs> You, you'll have your time. I'll let you have your, your time. This is Ben's time. All right, if you didn't know, this is the Cooperators Viewers Couch. Each and every week, we go through a movie that uh, for a series that we're currently watching. Right now, that is Pirates of the Caribbean, and I am stoked. You can listen to us on podcasting services, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, and you can also catch us on social media and email, but we will go through that later. Like I said, Woo! this week we are doing Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Who stoked? Got to be the best podcast I've ever seen. Oh, it would seem. So, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl uh, is the first of five movies, and it was directed by Gore Verbinski. Uh... And it actually, you know, it made really good numbers at the box office. Like, it was... Domestically, it did... Oh, it did okay. It did really well uh, internationally. But uh, I think domestically, it was second behind only one movie. Does anyone know what that might be? Nope. Was Training Day with Denzel Washington and Samuel L. Jackson. I think you're no, it's, very it's much different. that. <laughs> it's that guy. it's that white guy. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys know. It came it, domestically. It came just behind Finding Nemo. Uh, uh, Finding Nemo came Finding out in two thousand three. Uh, whatever. Yeah, two thousand three. Finding Nemo. Uh, domestically, that, Pirates that of the Caribbean. Coming, coming behind. Oh, Jesus, Carmen. Coming behind Nemo is gross. At least it didn't come on Nemo though. Um. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't think you can say that on this kind of podcast. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait, this is a podcast? Hey, am I color nine? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, domestically, it made $305 million, and internationally, oh, it made 654 coming in fourth for the year, behind Lord of the Rings, Finding Nemo, and The Matrix Reloaded. Jeez, I can't believe it got beat up by The Matrix. That movie was awful. Alright guys, now that we got that part done, I want to uh, preface our introductory thoughts about the movie with no future spoilers, so don't try and spoil anything for the future movies, uh, as we will be going through each of them. And I also realized that I have not seen the fifth movie, at least in its entirety. So, uh, yeah, just keep in mind, no future spoilers, but uh, I'd love to get your guys' initial thoughts, starting with you, Carmen. This is your time to talk. <laughs> okay, well, my caller nine. <laughs> that wasn't answered yet. <laughs> no, it's okay. 
Uh, yeah, I, was, I remember seeing the trailer for this movie. I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know, it was probably like the Survivor finale or something like that back in 2003 or whatever it was. And I remember seeing the trailer for it, and like Orlando Bloom shows up, and it's like him from Lord of the Rings. He's like, hello, I'm Orlando Bloom. Watch me in my fucking movie, Pirates of the Fucking Caribbean. I'm like, what the fuck? And I've never been on the ride or anything. Watched the trailer on that, and I like, we VHS taped it, and I remember watching the VHS tape. Uh, trailer for it like multiple times because I was like, holy shit, this thing fucks. I was into it. And the movie delivered. It was as good as the trailer. Oh, it definitely Loved did. It. it was such a good movie. Um, I have to say, I don't think I've actually seen this movie since, no, probably five or six years. And going back and rewatching it for this was so awesome. Uh, I watched it with uh, Jocelyn over the interwebs. And it was very annoying because it kept freezing. But other than that, it was a great movie. Uh, Gabe, what about your thoughts? What What do you think about uh, the Curse of the Black Pearl? See, imagine this: you're sitting in a writer's room, and people are like, "We got to make a fucking movie, guys." And then someone goes, "Y'all, that Pirates of the Caribbean fucking ride. Let's just make that into a fucking movie." And everyone was like, that's the stupidest idea in the world. But little did they know, they would pull out five movies from that motherfucker. And let me tell you, number one was great. Because we have a lot of good one-liners. We're going to hear a lot of bad Johnny Depp impersonations by yours truly. And uh, I enjoyed it. What a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah, I... You know, I have to imagine that conversation was probably, like, in the writer's room, them talking about other ideas, and then be like, oh, man, I went to Disneyland this weekend, and, like, I got on that Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and that thing fucked. And someone beside them was like, huh, I wonder if a movie would fuck as hard as that ride. So, one other note, Ben. Uh, I think I think it's important. Uh, this was a, a, a mail-in observation. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> It's called Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, uh, they're only going to do that one time. They're going to be like, they're only going to do that one time. They're only going to look at a Disneyland ride once and be like, okay, let's make a new ride. They, they're never, they're never going to do that again. Never again. <laughs> Definitely not this year. No. no, no, no. But like, think about it, guys. Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. You know what was a really good ride at Disneyland is that Star Wars ride. They should make a movie about that ride. Yeah. That would be good. Oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, my God. Carmen, Carmen, you're, you're totally missing the point here. I, no, I, I get it. They, like, didn't even try. They were just like, oh, I don't know, fucking make a movie about a ride. Oh. Like, what are they coming up with next? Oh, it's a Ferris wheel movie. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, no, no. The location. What type of people? are seen in the film. Uh, 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 <laughs> pirates? Oh, but are you talking about there's it, not enough colored people in there? I was about to say there's not enough white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, gotcha. That's what, that's, that's what I'm getting at here. That's why I said it's, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, so, yeah. uh, Sorry, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know, <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, you so, tell me you're, you're not able to pick up on those things? Is that what you're telling me, Carmen? No, I should be, I should just be, uh, uh no, sorry, I, I knew you were dapping earlier, but I didn't realize you were going to be woke all day. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. All right. Uh, Jocelyn, this was your first time watching Pirates of the Caribbean ever, 
Uh, I'd love to hear what you had to th say about kind of the overall thoughts about it. I mean, I've seen clips. I've seen clips of it when I was younger, and I got really scared. And I didn't really know where it was from, but now I do. <laughs> it's a. It was okay. It was pretty good. Um, very suspenseful. Yeah, it was very exciting. Um, and yeah, that's all. I yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a good movie. I'd watch it again. It was pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, are you gonna say what you kept saying throughout the entire movie? <laughs> Johnny Depp is hot. He's so hot. Oh my gosh. Oh, and Elizabeth's hot too. I think Elizabeth's hotter than um. Yeah, that was her favorite thing yeah. to say during the entire movie. Just be like, oh my god, these people are really hot. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. they're so hot. Holy crap, I can appreciate. There's also like a whole bunch of other stuff. No, no, no. It's just that they're hot. You know, that's it. That's it. I mean, like, I mean, I've always had a low key crush on Johnny Depp in all his roles, so. Yeah, yep. I guess you really like uh, that other one. All right, uh, with that, I think we're going to jump into the plot summary. Now, Gabe, you usually have some kind of song for us. Do you have one put up together for this? There was a man, his name was Ben Drake, and he'd like to tell you about this play. I used his last name, I fucked this song up, and now I am going to poo. <laughs> That was the worst one. That was a classic game song. There, there wasn't anything about shaving a cat, which is usually what you include in your songs when you forget the words. But uh, uh, there's a good sea shanty. I was into it. <laughs> I, I, I would like another crack at it for number two. I for, think I could do a better For number two, job. you'll no more get crack it. you. Or crack in. All right, guys. We go oh. way, way back to okay. the 1700s, uh, and we are sailing to Port Royal, Jamaica aboard the HMS Dauntless uh, with Governor Swan, his lovely daughter Elizabeth, uh, a really paranoid jo uh, Josemee Gibbs, and of course Lieutenant James Norrington, who encounter a shipwreck of a merchant ship uh, where they find a small boy named Will Turner. Elizabeth uh, discovers a golden pirate medallion around his neck and keeps it, steals it, in order to protect him. Quote, unquote, in order to protect him. She just wanted that gold, that gold money. She also sees in the distance of this weird fog that a pirate ship or a ship with black sails is sailing away from the wreck. We then flash the forward. Time to see something black in the movie. Am I right, Gabe? Oh Jesus! Uh, and this is also the part of the f film where we learn the most important lesson: don't have women on a ship. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> that's that's that was a thing back then. It's bad luck. <laughs> yeah, they just get hysterical. Oh God, damn it, guys! All right, eight. We go eight years into the future where Elizabeth is woken up by her dad with a corset and it is all the rage in France. Uh, she has a great line here saying that women in France must have learned not to be able to breathe. I like that. I I, I know friends who have worn corsets and they say the exact same thing. Um, no French people, uh, they don't breathe. Yeah. So I like people don't breathe? Well. Yeah, it's true. Can we French say that? don't breathe. As we we know how much they smoke. Um... We go downstairs, and we f this is where we meet uh, Will Turner again as he is inspecting a uh, candlestick, and he breaks it and hides it in a jar. Um, 
Governor Swan comes down to meet him to get a gift that will be presented to uh, Nor Commodore Norrington as he's about to be uh, promoted. Um, and we see that Will Turner is actually very good with the blade. He's also very smitten with Elizabeth. We then go outside where we first meet our Captain Jack Sparrow as he comes in, Arr. slowly descending on his boat <laughs> into port. Uh, whereas, Why do you say I give you three shillings? And we pretend that I wasn't here. Yes, you're a bit ahead of me, but okay. Uh, as he gets off the boat that has now been sunk in the harbor, the harbor master calls to him and saying, it's a shilling to tie your boat and you will need your name. And Gabe said the line, uh, Jack Sparrow says, what if I call it three shillings and we forget the name? And he says, welcome to Port Royal. Was it Mr. Smith? Carmen? Yeah. Yeah? Savvy. Uh, um, from here, he has to, or he's trying to find a new ship, and so he can go to Tortuga and get a crew, so he can pirate again, because he now has lost his ship to the depths. Um, we get a scene going back to. We get a scene going back to Elizabeth, uh, where Commodore Norrington has now been promoted, uh, and he is talking to her about basically wanting to marry her and proposing to her as she falls off a cliff. Um, we transfer back to Jack where he is talking up two guards trying to get his way onto a very nice ship uh, talking about the Black Pearl and a little conversation there. Uh, we took look to the side as Elizabeth hits the water and she does not come back up. Jack asks the two uh, Navy men if they can swim. Both say no. What kind of Navy man can't swim? Let's be honest. That would be ridiculous. So I suppose you are going to save that woman. Hold these. Hold these. <laughs> Don't lose these. Don't them. lose these. So he jumps in the water and saves Elizabeth as he comes up. Uh, Norrington, as well as Swan's father, are there. And <laughs> Swan orders Jack to be killed twice in this conversation. The first because he rips uh, Elizabeth's... Uh, corset off so that she can breathe again. The second is when he finds out that he is a pirate. We then get a really awesome chase scene where he uses Elizabeth as bait and he runs through the city. Uh, he is eventually caught, though. Oh, sorry. <sighs> uh, sorry, Jack encounters uh, Will. Are you bored for... of you, Ben? No, I was just, it's late, guys. This is past my bedtime already. All right. Jack uh, finds his way to uh, the blacksmith where he meets Will uh, and they have a sweet duel that encompasses two different levels of the blacksmith shop, both on the ground as well as on the rafters. He is then knocked out by a drunkard who is actually the blacksmith of the uh, town and Jack is taken to jail. That night... The Black Pearl attacks because Elizabeth was dumb and was wearing a the piece of uh, medallion that called to them as soon as it hit the water. Also, a good reason not to steal stuff from other people, because the entire Black Cruise, Black Pearl's crew comes to Port Royal and starts attacking and killing everyone in search of the treasure and Elizabeth. 
as they make their as the pirate crew makes their way to Elizabeth's Manor, she calls for parley when she is finally captured, where in which she has forced to return to the ship uh, so that she can talk to Barbosa, the captain, in order to negotiate uh, I guess the end of the fighting. Arguably Jeffrey Rush's best. Gabe, this is also a lot harder than doing a, an episode, I find. There's a lot more to this oh. than an episode. All right, keep going into it. Uh, Carmen, can we, can we also, can we, can we, sorry to interrupt them, yep. but we're going to need to hear Carmen's Barbosa mm. impersonation. I agree. Let's start believing in podcasts. You're on one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. All right. Elizabeth like claims that her na last name is Turner and conceals her identity as the governor's daughter, taking instead of Will's name. She learns that her medallion from Barbosa is one of 882 pieces of gold that Barbosa's crew had stolen from a che treasure chest that was once owned by Cortez on the Isla de Morta. An Aztec, Aztec curse has condemned them to become undead corpses under the moonlight and uh, giving them immortality, even though they cannot enjoy uh, pleasures of the flesh as well as food or drink, which is pretty messed up. I, I would not take immortality for loss of all that stuff. Uh, to break the curse, they are required to return every piece of gold, uh, as well as blood from each person who stole from the chest. For uh, But they learn that uh, Bootstrap Bill Turner was actually killed, and they need a Turner's blood in order to break the curse. With this, Elizabeth is now... Bootstraps, bootstraps. Uh... Um... With this, Elizabeth is taken with them as they go off to the Isle with all their treasure and on their way to break the curse. We then move back to the cell in which Jack has been very unfortunate not be able to escape during this uh, fighting, uh, even though everyone else in the jail is able to. Uh, here, Will frees Jack in order to help get help to save Elizabeth. Uh, from the pirates, uh, as Jack knows where the Black Pearl was, at least he claimed to. Jack, as we know from watching the movie, was the original captain of the Black Pearl before Barbosa staged a mutiny to get rid of him, uh, leaving him on a deserted island with one shot and a great story uh, later to come. The two commandeer the HMS Interceptor, a small and very fast uh, sloop of war, uh, and head to Tortuga in order to get a crew together. Here, Jack enlists the help of Gibbs in order to find his crew, and with some help, they are able to find, I think it was eight people, uh, including the person that he stole the ship that he just sank at the beginning of the movie, uh, to help them with promise that he will give them a ship as well as a percentage of the booty. Carmen, don't make a booty joke. Back. At the Isle of Morta... I see turtles. <laughs> yes. Uh, we move over to the Isle of Morta at this point, where uh, Will and Jack witness Barbosa sacrificing Elizabeth's blood and the final piece of gold, 
but they find out that the curse has not been lifted because, in fact, Elizabeth does not carry the blood of a Turner, as she is not one. Bootstrap had uh, been a crewmate of the Black Crow before being thrown overboard. As Carmen said before, they strapped a cannon to Bootstrap's bootstrap and left him down to the depths. Strap, bootstrap. This was before they realized that they were all cursed and could not uh, break the curse unless he was alive. So, oh no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Elizabeth brings... Uh, Will rescues Elizabeth and brings her to the Interceptor while Jack is captured by Barbosa and locked in the Brig of the Pearl. Here, Jack uh, asks Barbosa if... Uh, or tells Barbosa that he knows who uh, Bootstrap's child actually is and tries to use that as leverage in order to get out of jail and get his ship back. Uh, Barbosa does not take the date as the Black Pearl pursues the Interceptor, overtaking it quite quickly and with relative ease as it is the fastest ship in the ocean. Uh, taking Jack's... Uh, they, they board the Interceptor and take Jack's crew hostage and Will makes a deal with Barbosa to release Elizabeth in exchange for his blood, as well as not harming the crew of the Interceptor. He was dumb in not mentioning where or when they should be released, though, so uh, Barbosa throws Elizabeth as well as Jack Sparrow overboard on the same island where they were marooned the first time. When you maroon me on that godforsaken pit of land... You forgot one important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. I love the introduction of the... Uh, like Irish <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. That was like Captain Seamus <laughs> McNeil. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me, try. Let me do one more. Let me do one more. All right, I got one, right. more. one more. I got one more. Uh, I got one more. more. One more. All right, go ahead. Gentlemen, we shall always remember the day that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, that's another good one. All right. Um, still pretty Irish. I don't know. You forgot one thing when you left me on that island, or like, oh, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. It's a tar, it's a tar. Jesus, guys. <laughs> that's that, that's offensive. That is offensive. To my, to my, I'm gonna Irish blood. It's fine. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, my drummer's uh, Irish. Don't worry about it. Oh God, you can't say that, Carmen. Oh okay. right, I will cut that out. Um, Yes, you're gonna... So on the island, we learned that Jack didn't actually have a hard time getting off the island. He was here for three days drinking rum when rum runners found him and helped him get back to shore or back to civilization. Um, here is where we have a scene of Jack and Elizabeth drinking till they can't see straight uh, and very weird sexual tension between the two of them. And I'm into it. The only thing that Jocelyn wanted was for them to bang. But they did not. They did not upload the files, as we would have said during the um, Star Trek episodes. But Elizabeth didn't seem to actually get drunk. As in the morning, very early, she burned down. She burned all the rum, all the food, and half the island. It seemed in order to create a smoke signal for Norrington and the HMS Dauntless, a ship of the uh, ship, top the line ship. <laughs> Uh, in order to rescue Elizabeth and arrest Jack. Elizabeth asks Norrington to return for Will, convincing him by accepting Norrington's marriage proposal and taking this as a wedding gift. 
That night, the Dauntless arrives at the Island of Morta, and Jack plans to lure the pirates out to ambush them by the crew of the Dauntless. But the plan goes awry when Barbosa's crew covertly walks underwater to surprise attack the Dauntless after Jack tells Barbosa that the ships are outside and that he can take it and become Commodore Barbosa, which would be pretty sweet. And he agrees to get him a very big hat, which is another great, great line. Elizabeth escapes the Dauntless and frees Jack's crew from a brig of the Black Pearl. They refuse to rescue that Jack and Will, though, citing the pirate's code and that if you get left, if you fall behind, you're left behind. Jack also owed them a ship. So Elizabeth sets out on her own uh, with a great quote saying, Damn pirates, that will later be uh, echoed again by another pirate crew. Alright, almost there, guys. And Jocelyn. Jack frees Will and duels Barbosa while Elizabeth will and Will fight off Barbosa's crewmen, Weatherby, Monk, and Jacoby. I didn't actually know they had names until I reread this. Uh, Barbosa stabs Jack in the stomach, though, but as he seems to be in pain, he walks backwards into the moonlight, and we realize that Jack also stole gold from the aztec chest and is under the aztec church uh, curse and cannot be killed just like barbosa having secretly taken sorry dun, dun, dun. Nothing. jack then shoots barbosa and uh barbosa has a great little line here saying you waited what was it uh, 10 years uh or more t- more than 10 years uh with that shot in your gun and you've wasted now and he said, I didn't waste it, as and Will, having his gold as well as Jack's gold piece, and both of their blood drops the coins into the chest. Uh, from here, Barbosa's chest starts to stream with blood and the, as the curse has been lifted, causing Barbosa to die from Jack's gunshot wound. Uh, with that, you think that Jack would have also died because he had a gut wound from the sword, but... It's a Disney movie. We don't have to worry about Would that. Would he have healed by then? I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, I think it was a sufficient enough time, so... Yeah. I think, I think he will grieve. Yeah. The rest of Barbosa's crew, realizing they are no longer mortal, surrender and are arrested by the Royal Navy. I'm not sure exactly why they surrender, because they're all going to get hung anyways, because they're pirates, but, you know, teach their own. Back at Port Royal, somewhat in the future, Jack is led to the gallows, even though he... Uh, saved Elizabeth multiple times now, uh, but he will be hanged for piracy. Elizabeth diverts Norrington's attention as Will attempts to rescue Jack, uh, but Jack and Will are quickly surrounded and held at gunpoint. Elizabeth intercepts and declares her love for Will, leaving Norrington's crest, leaving Norrington crestfallen. Governor Swan pardons Will and gives his blessing for Elizabeth to marry him. Jack dives into the sea and escapes aboard the Black Pearl. Uh, finally reclaiming his ship to make him an actual captain again. Norrington permits Jack and the Pearl one day head start before initiating his pursuit. And that is the movie. Wedding? I love weddings. Drinks all around. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, that that's harder to do with the movie than it is with a, a TV show. But, God, that is such a good movie. Just, it's so good. I think that's... Yeah. Damn. 
Um, I think it hit like everything that you'd want to from this kind of movie. It had humor. It had some great lines, some good action, and a good storyline to boot. Cinematography. Oh yeah, great and the music. Great product production design. Uh, great soundtrack. Again, if it, if you if you create a film and it has its own soundtrack, you're golden. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing back then, too. It's a timeless soundtrack, too. Yeah. This is the part where, like, Herman, you're supposed to bring up the music. Thanks. So, uh... Just did. I'm supposed to play the music. Oh, shit. Fuck. No, not play the music. Nice. Um, well, without a doubt, the worst pirate I've ever seen, Karma McCutcheon. <laughs> so, which one of us is drinking rum right now? So we've had yeah, a lot of good things to say oh. about this. Is there anything negative that people have about this movie? Like, I have to say, this back in 2003, this was probably one of my favorite movies. Uh, probably behind The Lord of the Rings that just came out before it. Um, but what all we've really had to say is like very positive things. Is there anything like negative or like on the other side that people want to talk about? Was there anything negative in this movie? No, like, production, great, super fun. But yeah, Gabe talked about it earlier. I mean, like, yeah, there's not a lot of black people in there despite having in the Caribbean. Uh, there's only, like, one woman character, and I don't think she talks to one other woman character in the other movies. There's, there's that, like, rule or whatever two. about two chicks having to talk to each other. Whoa, whoa. She talks to the maid. They have conversations, but it's mostly about love, so... Something. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't crack that code. Yeah. And then uh, it also, uh, I mean, like, you know, they really sugarcoat those pirates. There's no raping and not much killing. <laughs> like, you know, you don't ever see anyone get stabbed or anything like that. Movie, so, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It's like, you know. But yeah, you're right. It is a very. I mean, you can find movie. you can find stuff wrong with it if you want. I still enjoy the movie, but mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you want to find some stuff wrong with it, like, you know, there's a lot of things you look for well i mean it's it's good uh before we get more into it i'm just gonna open the pirate trust of facts we'll come up with a better one for it but uh did you guys know that uh before casting johnny depp uh who they originally wanted for uh captain jack sparrow matthew mcconaughey moon oh yes I do remember that. Can you I imagine? remember reading about that. Can you imagine? All right, all right. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, like that thing. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you got any rum? Hey. Uh, hey, man, where'd all the rum go? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jeez. all right. Hey. Hey, it's Elizabeth. three pirates and a baby. It's all right. Relax. Uh, speak. Relax. <laughs> Oh, hey, Legolas. Uh, all right. Uh, also, Keira uh, Knightley was only 17 when they uh, first started filming this, so her mom had to be on set with her the entire time, which is hilarious. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I really don't have a lot of, like, negative things to say. I mean, again, like, the whitewashing and stuff, that was just kind of a product of the age, right? Like, I think that things have gotten better. Kinda, somewhat but it's kind of rough that, that wasn't that long ago <laughs> i know it was, i don't know it's 17 years ago uh, 
That's it's a, the 21st century. It's true. That, that's very true. Um, but yeah. that being said, you are right, Ben. You know, for what it for what it is, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. I think a lot of people dig it. Um, actually, one other uh, person who was offered the role of Jack Sparrow was Robert De Niro. That could have been interesting. Oh. I would watch that. I can't do a Robert De Niro. You can pirate me. Huh? You can pirate me. Uh, Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Um, but yeah, I think that it's... Yeah, I really don't have a lot to say because there really isn't parts in this that I would really change. I think... I think that it'll really change come the future movies from what I remember. Uh, but for this one, I thought, yeah, very entertaining. Exactly what you need for, like, an afternoon watch or, like, an early evening. Just something to laze out and watch. How about you, Jocelyn? Any kind of deeper thoughts into it other than yeah. uh, the people are hot? Um, no, I think overall it was, it was pretty good. Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, like, really tired, too. Like, it's okay. The next time we record it, will be earlier. My brain is fried. Um, no, I think I think the actors did really well in the movie. I think they, um, yeah, like you said, it was pretty funny. It was pretty enjoyable. Um, I was pretty glued to it, cause, but because normally like I have a pretty short attention span, so I start like going on my phone and stuff. But no, this movie kept my attention. So, yeah, yeah, a bit everything. A lot of plot twists. Yeah. I like that every time that there was a plan, Jack kind of had his own plan in the the side that he was ready to like just like screw everyone else over. Yeah, all for himself. Yeah. Also that he kept referring like that. to uh, Orlando Bloom as a eunuch. But that was good. A eunuch are you? Probably good singer. Um Sweet. Well, if we don't have any more thoughts on this, uh, I think that we will do a quick uh, wrap-up, unless anyone else has anything else they want to add. No? No? Yeah. Um, it, is, it is a fun movie. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, the only thing I can add to it is it's a really great movie. Uh, you know, it's a good one. does the monomyth, the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we got a good anti-hero in Captain Jack Sparrow. We got, uh, you know, all the little plot devices that make this film enjoyable, you know? It's mm -hmm. good. Yeah, I think thumbs they really... Up, the thumbs up. Yeah. The interceptor. <laughs> I think that it would have been nice if they just stopped at this movie, though. I think that the next movies might dilute how good this one was. Uh, just because, from what again, from what I remember, they were not the greatest movies uh, and I know there's going to be at least one where it's going to be very hard to just like sit down and watch it all in one go. Uh, just know that we about to ask you guys something. Yeah. Yeah. Have you when you guys walk into the water, do your feet stick to the bottom of the uh, lake or ocean floor? No. But we also don't do have like float? we don't have like metal and stuff. Because they had, like, swords and stuff, so that would weigh you down. So, We're also what about if you had a canoe over your head? 
if I had a canoe over my If you head. walked into the ocean with a canoe on your head and had an air pocket, would you... F- that work? Yeah, kind of. Right? No, it would not. No? No, the air would make you float. Hmm. That's, that's, that's the one thing where I watched that scene. I'm like, ah, uh, I'll buy into the fucking ghost pirates and shit. But fuck that scene where they walk into the water with a canoe on their head. That is fucked. I don't, yeah, like go, undead pirates and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, you got these fucking pirates walking there. Oh, you're breaking up a bit there, Carmen. Uh, but that's where you draw the, the line. You draw, you draw the line. At... <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um... The best part of, of all of that was listening to Carmen's voice deteriorate from the internet <laughs> <Yeah>. connection. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did I, did I turn into Daft Punk for a second? No, you're still kind of turning into Daft Punk. Um... Hey, let me try it again. Around the world, around the world, oh, around the world. Uh, is it working? Uh, kind of. All right, oh. so um, here's where we are going to rank the first villain. Obviously, there'll be number one, and I would say that the villain in this would be Barbosa, Maybe Norrington as well? Oh. A little bit of both. <clears throat> is there anyone That's else that I mean. we want to lump in there? No? Uh, patriarchy. The patriarchy. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All right. Uh, the patriarchy. All right. So, Barbosa Norrington and the patriarchy will be number one on our list. Uh, and, of course, <laughs> since this is the first movie, this is also the number one movie in the franchise for us. Uh, I'm sorry, there's no democracy in this one. There's one movie. There's no choice. But come back next week and we will be uh, ranking the second movie and we'll see if it gets above this one. I very much doubt that this one will move away from number one. All right, everyone is... Suck. Yeah, this, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not looking forward to number three. Actually, I don't know. Never mind. And again, I haven't actually watched all the way through number five. I don't remember anything about it so that'll be it'll be interesting to watch that again maybe it was good i don't know maybe it was maybe it's the best one uh so does anyone else have anything else they want to say before i do the wrap-up no bueller bueller um no nope all right i would say like it was good yeah i think that was like that's our kind of our final thought i thought this was like again very entertaining movie and ready to go i think that is something that i would watch on an afternoon, if I was just bored and didn't want to watch anything else, this would be one I would just pop in. All right, then let's start with the wrap-up. We have been the Cooperators and Reviewers Couch. You can catch us on social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, you can also reach out to us on email at thecooperatorsentertainment at gmail.com. If you have any questions for us, if you want to give it a short review, I'm going to say short because I'm going to limit it to a paragraph if that will actually read out. Um, or if you just want to say hi, let us know how we're doing. Let us know what we can change. Let us know if, uh, maybe the cutting out is a little bit too much. Well, if that's the case, too bad we are in quarantine and we can't do anything about it. 
Other than that, uh, we are going to be switching up the date of releases for everything. We are moving from a Wednesday release to a Friday release just to give me a little extra time during this period uh, to get these editing stuff done. Uh, especially because we are four people now and our schedules don't always match up perfectly. So please bear with us as we make that change. And we are also going to be doing a sh small rebrand that I will announce more about next week. Other than that, Ooh. as always, our final question is from Gabe. Okay, so this one is an audience participated generated question. And it goes like this. When you call it swabbing the deck, what does that mean exactly? Why do you have to say it like that? Why do you have to say it like in that suggestive tone, Gabe? I'm, hey, I'm just asking the questions here. And when I say I am, I'm, I, it's a joint question. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Cooperative Reverse <laughs> Couch. And we will see you next week. I like pickles. When you marooned me on that godforsaken spit of very important thing, mate. I'm Captain Jack Sparrow. You're a fucking programmer. You don't know how to use a goddamn microphone. Eat a dick. <laughs>